Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Popcorn Watchlist Podcast. I am your host, Xavier, and joined uh, together, but separate, if that makes any sense. Um, we've got the, the usual suspects. we got the gang um, all together, but in our own little, like, corners of wherever the heck we live. But, uh, you know, fun story. We're just going to try out uh, some remote stuff going on. You know, thanks for tuning in, because it'll be a fun little experiment slash discussion i figure let's give this a shot and see how it all turns out say hello everybody hello hello what's up anthony zach and danny in that order so what's going on everybody all right uh how you guys doing pretty good it's uh the new year it is indeed the new year the 2023 to say that you know how many times i had to like sign a document and have to redo the year <laughs> every time you know, especially in high school it was like oh it's like oh 22 wait no 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 23 well you know back when it was whatever year it was <laughs> no it's zach stone high school <laughs> yeah i'm actually yeah i'm 25 years old and still in high school <laughs> had a had a Someone I know at work was uh, referencing Billy Madison. It was like, today, Junior. <laughs> but uh, that is a, that's a good one. Zach, you've seen, you haven't seen that one, but you've seen Happy Gilmore, right? Uh, that is correct. I, I know I've seen like very tiny bits and pieces of Billy Madison, but not in its entirety and not enough, Actually. even of the bits and pieces. It's a classic. You got to know about the Penguin. I know it's 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 one of the very few you know older classic Adam Sandler movies that I haven't seen yet. Yeah, you gotta get around to it. Put that yeah. on your watch list, sir. Uh, speaking of watch lists and what uh, everybody was watching, um, we're here today to discuss the very very recent uh, reveals of the Golden Globe winners for 2023. Uh, we had some pretty awesome surprises. Some expected winners and some well-deserved uh recognition from some folks that have been out of the game for a while and came back that's pretty cool uh so where do you guys want to start do you guys want to start on the tv side or start on the movie side let's start on the tv side okay yeah we can do that yeah i think i think starting on the tv side uh should be good and then we work up to like you know the movies where a lot of uh, we had a lot of heavy a lot of heavy hitters from this past year that that I'm sure uh, we can get more into like a discussion about uh, when we get to that point, of course. Okay, yeah. Um, let's actually we do that. Let's start with the the limited series. So these are the ones that I usually um, defer to Anthony when it comes to some of the limited series, but uh, this time around I actually got around I got around to watching the White Lotus. So I have an opinion. Ooh, yes. Uh, I actually got to catch up as well with you. So I know Anthony saw it from when we were discussing like the Oscars last year. So it's nice to finally catch up and actually watch both seasons now. Yeah, what was, what was great is that uh, the whole time, he, Anthony's like, dude, like, I remember when we were talking about Emmys and I was like, man, Loki's open, he's got to win it. And Anthony just dovetails, stop, the White Lotus. I'm like okay it's goofy and then like you get especially if you're binging the show you just get through it and you're just like you just like it just it's hypnotic i don't know i think that's the perfect word for it, is hypnotic 
that song is too good. Yeah, it is a uh, damn. <laughs> and then you get to season two, and it's just like a whole nother level. It's what them youngins are calling a bop. <laughs> it calls it a bop. It's a it, it slaps. Nah, that's uh that's hella good. Zach is like he's so old. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. It's like y'all are lame. Get that, out of here. Fire. That is fire. I hate saying. Well, that. anyway, let's start, let's uh, going into to TV. Um, so like limited series. If you're going to like best, uh, basic supporting actor in like limited series or made for TV stuff, um, that was a pretty like surprisingly stacked category you had f murray abraham for white lotus donald gleason in the patient uh paul walter hauser which is like he's kind of just been like known for like goofy stuff but he's getting a little more serious with like i Tanya. uh richard jenkins is like you know a staple at this point and then seth rogan for pam and tommy um i was really surprised that paul walter hauser won so danny um you've caught up with this so you remember you you've seen the uh, cobra kai right Cobra Kai? Yeah. Yeah. That's Stingray. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> that blows my mind. I was like, what are you doing in this? Why are you good in it? He was he also He was also in um Cruella when that came out um uh, recently yes. on Disney Plus. Yes, he was. Or so I was like, oh. Yeah. That, that was it was very surprising to see him like, man, he's been a lot, a lot of little things here, and then it's just like, hey, guess what? You're really good. So um, it's good to see him, you know, to, to see like up and coming people that like, kind of break out from like some like the slightly goofier stuff, even though Cobra Kai gets pretty serious. But that was pretty cool. I don't know if Cobra Kai, an opinion on it. Cobra Kai is great. Just uh, just watch it. That's true. Agree. Can't wait for next season. Is it the final season? Like, I hope so. But... Like, I think they're just going to keep going. <laughs> No, they can't. I mean, they they can only redo the same story every season so much. <laughs> and I, I, you know, okay, as a side note is I hate it that Netflix wants you to just go to the next episode because I just want to listen to that. To that song? 80s end credits music. Whoever made that, like, knew what they were doing. Really yeah. Awesome. I also, like, I just let it skip because I want to watch the next episode. <laughs> that's the thing i'm like i have to watch the next episode but i can't want to keep listening to this thing i binged the crap out of that show like good yeah i think everyone did it's so short that every time it comes out i watch it in like two days yeah it took me like two days too yes yeah, i get on it i'm kidding um <laughs> anyway um so going on to like best supporting actress um it's cool to see claire claire danes because uh, and Aubrey Plaza for White Lotus, but like Jennifer Coolidge is just I don't like I feel like like whoever, I forget the names of the writers, but like that's like that role's made for her. It's it's awesome for sure. It's too good. I'm I'm still surprised she got nominated. I don't, I don't know what it is. I just don't. I feel like there's other people that have probably did better on other shows than she did. I don't know. Just she is. I I just think it was the way. Like, at this point, she is that she is that character. Yeah. It's just it's so weird. 
And as as an aside, I was watching this uh, like uh, and then like talk, talking to like you guys in our little group chat. I was like, dude, what's Uncle Rico doing in this show? Like, only thing I could think of is just him just like, how much y'all want to make a bet I can throw a mountain football within them rounds? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He's so stupid. Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Like that's just like that was to me that was kind of like a given because like just like how like you know like yeah she's not there for often if she is it's kind of like it, again it's like a lot of more of what was in season one but it's like it's just so encapsulating that you're just like okay yeah like she's gotta like that's it. I, I actually in, think the, in more of season two than season one. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's one of those where, like, okay, yeah, like, that was, if anyone was going to try to, like, take it, it might have been Aubrey Plaza or Claire Danes, I think. But what's, even though a fun side note is my mom loves Niecy Nash. She's like, oh my god, I got Niecy Nash, but she doesn't like murder stuff like Dahmer, so, you know. Uh, I just told her she just has to, like, muscle through it. I, I Did you guys... Every time I see Nisi Nash, I just always think of Reno 911. So it's always like it's easy. Take her seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's, just, it's Reno. It's always Reno for sure. Easy. Um, uh, did you guys watch uh, Dahmer? Yeah. I did not. Okay. Yeah, me neither. He me. But he won, right? Yeah. Freaking Evan Peters won. You mean uh, that, was, that Ralph, was out of hand? Ralph Boner. <laughs> Ralph Boner. <laughs> I mean, I was surprised he beat out. Um, well, no, I mean it's hard because he's really good. But like the other, like, I, I kind of secretly, although I didn't watch a lot of it, I was rooting for Andrew Garfield because Under the Banner of Heaven just seemed like a lot, and especially from uh, Hacksaw Ridge, it's like it's good to see Andrew kind of like still step it up and be able to bring a lot to it. Uh, I just feel like Evan Peters is always playing some weird murder type person. With the exception of Ralph Boner. No, that is a weird murder type. He murdered him. Okay. He murdered her. <laughs> I mean, I never got to watch Pam and Tommy, but it's all out now, so I don't know. Maybe that's one of those to play, you know, to just burn through. Uh, the staircase looked goofy, and Blackbird looked really serious. Again, you know, um, uh, Paul Walter Hauser won for that role, so that's interesting to see. That, that's the one with uh, Taron Edgerton, right? Yeah, he was nominated. Yeah. yeah. But uh yeah, Evan Peters, you know, he 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 took it. He's for the Golden Globes. Um and then you go into like just the overall like limited series show or made for TV movie. And uh, you know, even with with all the different like winners spread around, like White Lotus won it. For season two. Yeah, not that theme song. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> the theme song in season one. I did prefer two over season one. So, if season one won a lot of the awards last year, then I'm gonna assume season two is gonna sweep that category. Yeah, I mean, it's from initially the things. I remember initial impressions were just like, "Oh, the, already the first episode is better than all of season one of White Lotus." And I was like, "Damn, dude! Like there were some good storylines in season one." Yeah, I'll get to it. Um, the dropout seemed interesting because um, Amanda Seyfried won for that. Um, that was a story of this one chick. Is it Theranos chick? I forget. Yes. Someone, I was like, please, someone else agree with me? Yes. Theranos. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, she beat out a lot of people. And then funny story, I was I kept uh joking with my sisters. Like I keep on occasion I'll get Lily James and Lily Collins uh mixed up. But then I remember Lily Collins is in Emily in Paris. So um, totally different things. Just and then Lily James was in Baby Driver. Yes. Cinderella. And Cinderella, yeah. Again, for a second I thought Lily Collins was in Cinderella. It's like, no, it's not it. It's like uh, Jessica Chastain and uh, um, Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. I'm not Jessica Chastain. <laughs> um, and then, you know, moving into this one, uh, this one was kind of stacked when it comes to, if you're going into like just television series, so like supporting actress, that one was kind of stacked when you think about it, especially with like, you know, like coming up and comer show uh abbott elementary is really good so you had two nominations there so supporting just in what category uh just best supporting actress in a television series they didn't split it up for that Why? one i don't know i have no idea that's weird very weird you said okay. actress in a supporting role yeah, yeah. So just like actress in a supporting role all shows but then best performance by the uh, actors like just normal actor and actresses golden okay. globe split it up between drama and then music or comedy. Okay, because I'm I'm also seeing like I'm seeing best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a musical comedy or drama television series. That's for a movie. No, this is no, it's television. Oh, you're really? Who, who are the nominees? Uh, Elizabeth uh, Debicki or Debicki, uh, Hannah Montana. Montana, yeah, yeah, and then uh, Julia Garner is the one that won. Yeah, correct. That was for Ozark. Yeah, that's not Garner. But we're all looking at the same note. one, correct? Right? Yeah. Okay, so I guess you must be looking at a different list. Yeah, or... it's like the same list, but a different same list. I'm confused. For the Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> one, correct? Um, I am on two lists right here. Okay, because I'm looking at the the one from Rotten Tomatoes, the one that Danny sent us. Yeah, if you look at it, like there's watch, watch this. If you 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 filter it, you do supporting role. Well they they have like um best performance by an actress in a television series dash drama a little bit. Yeah, so actor and actresses, but supporting I think is just in anything. All the supporting roles, they'll do it in anything. They do it for movies also. I guess it, yeah, I guess it depends on where you're looking at the list. But yeah, the one I have here is supporting actress in a limited series and then in a musical. Yeah, comedy. limited anthology was, we already went through. That's why Jennifer yeah. Coolidge won it. And then you yeah. go for, uh, see, music, comedy, or drama. So that's just yeah, all that, of them. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That's just all of them. Yeah, yeah. All categories instead of yeah. it splitting into splitting, Not splitting it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, you get all of them. So Julie Garner won for Ozark. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's for, Not so uh, good. Yeah. I'm very surprised that. Uh, that's for Ruth Langmore. That. Uh, I don't kill him. That Ray Seahorn from Better Call Saul isn't there, unless they consider her a lead actress. That's what I thought. It was lead actress. But, but uh, even nominated as lead actress. Fun story. No. 
Right. So yeah, either way, that she's not even nominated. Yeah. Again, I don't have a. Um, you know, at least Bob Odenkirk was nominated. But anyway, uh, yeah, Julia Garner ended the show on a high. Like, good job, she got it. Um, best uh, supporting actor was Tyler James Williams again for Abbott Elementary. Nice, that was a nice surprise because you know he beat out uh, some other heavy hitters, yeah, like like John Lithgow, who's won stuff before, like for The Crown. Jonathan Price, who is now on The Crown. And nominated for this, John Turturro. I really secretly wanted him to win, even though I was like, "Man, the easy winner is Henry Winkler," because Barry season three is something yeah. else, guys. Season three is out of hand. Yeah, it's really nuts. I need to watch it. And then uh, our another our other great surprise, you know, um, what was a what was one of the lines from the show? Corners? No. Was it corner? I forgot the yell corner. If you have to like go through the description thing. But uh you know, Bill like Jeremy Allen White. Heard. Yeah. Beating out, yeah, this, that was the bear. Beating out like against comedy legends and Steve Martin, Martin Short. Um, then you got like, you know, the current generation of biggins, so like Bill Hader, obviously Donald Glover. Um Donald Glover already has an Emmy, but so Golden Globe doesn't really because all he's missing is a Tony, right? No, and an Oscar. He needs an Oscar and a Tony. No, but uh, I definitely recommend The Bear to yeah. everyone. I watched it, it again is, last week. But you it's watched it so again good. Last week? Uh, yeah, because because uh, I just this one uh, I hadn't seen it yet. Oh man, that's nice. How did she like it? Yeah, she like, and she was like really excited that he won. Yeah, yeah, he deserved it. No, he really did. Yeah, he did a great job, and he like he was my favorite character in in Shameless, and yeah, seeing him in this show, I'm like, I'm not surprised that he was the he was the lead. So it was really good. And it's a quick, yeah. a quick season too. Like it, it's, um, it's not that long, but it's a, it's a good like beginning, middle, end, and it wraps up the season pretty good. Yeah, it's quick, but it's heavy. Yeah. My favorite is that second to last episode. It's just the review. Yeah, it's so stressful. Damn, dude. Yeah, that was. That that was that that whole episode like it was just like that was one of those where like you know you're in for like a ride of anxiety, and it's just ah, uh, just thinking about it again freaked me out. Yeah, that's on uh, FX through Hulu, so definitely get a chance to watch it if you have Hulu. Absolutely, yeah. Hulu Hulu uh, got big this you know got big this year. We'll do a, like a rundown in a second too, but like um, you know. Going off to best performance, like actress for musical comedy, like Quinta Brunson, who also is the creator of Abbott Elementary, uh, won. And she, you know, uh, I thought Gene Smart was going to win it. I was like, damn, Gene Smart again. She's going to come up and win it for hacks because she's amazing. Um, but, you know, it's cool seeing Selena Gomez and Jenna Ortega uh, nominated. I thought that was pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, Jenna yeah. Ortega nominated for Wednesday. 
That show just came out. I don't understand how it's already being nominated. It was the dance, obviously, just the dance. Doesn't matter. When when did they when did they close the nomination list? I mean, isn't it like all of last year? I guess, but what, that show came out like mid December. December, yeah. <laughs> like th- two or three weeks ago. Well, remember also they they nominated um, Avatar: The Way of Water, and that just came out. Basically, because yeah. it just came out. So, right. what is it? Uh, November twenty third was when I think when uh, when uh, Wednesday dropped. Oh, okay. People don't know anybody that has seen that show. I haven't seen it yet either. I, I know people it. who have seen it. I My don't have seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> but it's just crazy how popular it's gotten. Right. Like to me, it's so strange because usually those shows that they tell, like that Netflix says, like it's our highest watched thing, it's extremely popular. Usually I hear everybody talking about it and I see lots of memes or uh, lots of things online about it. I've seen some things about it online, but nowhere near the appeal. Or popularity that like maybe um, Squid Game got, or the new season of Stranger Things, and apparently it's more popular than those things. So it's it's just weird to me that I didn't, I don't know anybody that has seen it, and so I I, I don't personally know anyone has told me that it's good. Expand your friend group. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I I mean, based off of what you know, like where I have like people at work and other places I go around today, yeah, they've seen it. They're always like, man, this is good. But like, I don't know if it's like good, good, or is it just like entertaining good? But you know, like good. don't know until you figure it out or until you check it out. Meanwhile, the one that I'm I'm again so behind on is uh is the the flight attendant. So it's just like you know, Kaylee Cuoco has this reputation, like, oh yeah, you know, just sitcom stuff and you know. Bang Theory, and then she goes out and starts doing some really cool stuff with more range in the flight attendant. And Harley Quinn. Yeah, like and voiceovers. <laughs> Go figure. That's pretty good. Um, but you know, um, going from like a again, like going back to Quinta Brunson, like that's 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 like a that's cool to see like the creator of the show also act in it, and then like be recognized for it. Like that was that was that was a big props to her, and like I know like. People know that Abbott Elementary is good, but I think now more people will go through and watch it. I think, yeah, for sure it got renewed for season two. So um, that's like giving it more clout. And I know, like, yeah, again, like Hulu is getting more of the stuff going down. So that's pretty dope. Um, but going from like a nice underdog Dark Horse winner to, uh, should we, I mean, Anthony is now the, the resident expert on this, but uh, like for, Best actress in drama. I saw that list and I remembered. Oh wait, Zendaya is in it. She's gonna win it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that was a, a a steal from Zendaya. That was a lock. <laughs> a lock, especially over like like Emma Darcy and Laura Linney. I kind of wanted Imelda Staunton to win because I, she's I like her in The Crown. It's just it's apparently like. Rue as a character is a tour de force brought to life by Zendaya. I don't know. Pretty awesome. Yeah, and there's one episode where she's just like, let me show you guys my Emmy right now. And it was just like a whole episode of her going nuts. 
Like a good nuts, like a range of nuts, or just like I'm. Yeah, yeah it was her. Her like flexing, like her, her acting chops, and saying like, "This is me winning my Emmy again." <laughs> again, even though the Emmys are in September, yeah, she gonna win it again. No, okay. I'm she won it for season two last year. Oh, she did, and then the, so then the Golden Globes are catching up for it. Yeah, that's for all the people listening. It's like, oh yeah, like that's how that works. Uh, pretty dope. Um, and then going over to uh, best performance by an actor, this to me was the complete like this is my shock of the night. Freaking so you, uh, you have, again not taking anything away from, but Kevin Costner winning for Yellowstone, especially like I hope it's last seasons of Yellowstone because this season of Yellowstone, I've seen stuff and it's just like I, I don't see it. But you haven't seen the whole show. Yeah, but they're they're judging him for stuff I have seen. But why would you watch season five when you haven't seen it from the beginning? Because it's around there, and I can't get into the show, and maybe if it gets better later on. Like you probably I can't get into Yellowstone. It's just not for me. From the beginning, by season. I tried. It's so you're not, hard. You're probably not scrutinizing it so much because you're already like in love with the show by then. Wait, what? I'm saying if you started from the beginning, you probably aren't even thinking about or scrutinizing the show too much in season five because you're already into it by then. Would you say you're doing that with Better Call Saul then? No, I saw the whole show. I know, but again, if you're going into it, are you still like, are you, are you saying that you are also not scrutinizing Better Call Saul? No, no, no. It would be as if I didn't see any of Better Call Saul and only saw the last season and then are critiquing that specific last season without like having seen the previous years oh okay i got you now. that's what yeah, i'm saying yeah. like if you start if you started uh yellowstone from the beginning you'll probably end up liking his character and realize that yeah he's been doing a great job the whole show um because okay. you'll know how that character is instead of just thinking like oh he acts weird i don't know if i like this because it's your first well, it's not weird it's not weird by any point, by any point of view, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, like you see the overall growth and the culmination of his characters' arcs of going up and down and all the stuff in there. Yeah, I feel that really caught me off guard, especially I, over like some other crazy good performances. Right. This year. That like, that I, I feel like Bob Odenkirk or somebody else should should have won that category. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. What do you guys think? I know, like, I, wait, I think, uh, Zach, you've seen Severance, right? Uh, yes, I have seen. I, I think on that list, that's the only show I've seen. Oh, yeah. But, five. like, how good was Adam Scott in Severance? Dude, he was great. Exactly. He was fantastic. And Andor, uh, and like, Diego Luna and Andor was great as well. I mean, from what I've heard, most people are saying they wish Bob Odenkirk would have won for Better Call Saul. Um, so. uh, it's a crime. It's like the opposite of Brian Cranston. It's like he, he won nothing. And like and going back to Diego Luna, like Diego Luna, there were so much so many times where he's like acting by not speaking. And like there's just so so many subtle, amazing things that he's doing. In terms of like whether it's hiding or like expressing an emotion through like a withheld type of body language, it's out of hand, like out of hand. Not to say again, remember Kevin Costner, you know, has has an Oscar. 
not mistaken. Oh, oh, and we were talking about this yesterday. How was nobody from Hot D nominated? I said Emma Darcy. No. Actor. No, like actor, yeah. Oh, actor, yeah. Patty Considine, yeah. Male actor. No Matt Patty Smith. Considine. No Matt Pat, Smith. Come on. Again, it should have been take out Kevin Costner and put Patty Considine. No, yeah, don't I went on record. I'll say that. Don't take him out. Leave Just him add in. more. <laughs> add more. Put six. He should be nominated, but it, when you read that list, it just seems like, I mean, granted, just like you, like I, or at least I haven't seen that show, but I'm pretty sure I would like all those other shows and those other actors more than Kevin Costner. I, mean, I love Kevin Costner, but. Yeah, he's great. It's just, man, like. He's not better call Saul. He's not Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. To be better than Bob Odenkirk. I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's the one that just. <laughs> Get off his farm. That's all. <laughs> no, get out of his state. Get out of Montana. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, get out of Montana. That's pretty much what well, it is. Then after that, we got the actual best television series in the drama, which House of the Dragon won. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That, that was... Zach's, yeah. favorite show. Zach's favorite show. That's yeah, my favorite show. Best show ever. It's so good I haven't seen it. Damn. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> yeah, like, like this season, like, it's weird because this season of, like, I would have put, like, Andor over the crown this season, believe it or not. As good as, like, their performances in the crown were, like, dude, like, Andor was, like, again, like, I've said it before, where, like, it wasn't just, like, good genre television or, like, Oh, this is like great for a Star Wars show. And I know this is like prestige television that just so happens to be a Star Wars show. But, um, you know, overall, still happy about Hot D. Also, surprised that like Jason Bateman didn't get any love for Ozark. Yeah. Man was too busy directing episodes, I guess. Well, but he, he's in every episode. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like he's put more effort in the directing than the acting. Well, he did it, which is wild to say because he was really good. But uh, yeah, and then at the end, going into uh, you know a musical comedy for for series that was cool. Again, like I kind of knew that Abbott Elementary was going to win it because of you know scooping up the, the uh, some of the supporting stuff, and it I think also won for like best writing. Um, and yeah, it was that was that was going to be it for sure. Like, but. If any other show was gonna not was gonna take it, I think it would have been the bear. Honestly, have any of you seen Iron Elementary? No, no. I have only seen clips, so it doesn't really I, count. I don't no. even think I've ever heard of it until now, until today. Well, I mean, we talked about it in the I think last year during the Emmys because it won last year, right? Yeah, I, re yeah. I remember you guys discussed it um, last year, but I haven't seen it. No, it was uh, I was that, that was like yeah, it's it's worthwhile good TV. Probably this week I'll get around to watching it. Um, after I finish uh, Jack Ryan, they're on season two right now, right? They're gonna be starting season two. Yeah, I don't think it's out. Is it out already? I forget if it's on. Consult the IMDb. Is it one of those where it starts in the fall? 
they do like 10 episodes and then they do another 10 when it comes back in spring? I believe you're right. No, no, they, they keep going in. So it's just uh, season two. So season one came out in December, actually in, the, in late 2021, early 2022. Right. And then season two is in September, premiered in September 21st of 2022. Cool. So a small jump between both. I mean, it still has some episodes coming out. Yeah, no, it's no. it's a whole like like sitcom, like 22, 23 episodes long. Nice. Yeah. So you know, it's we we don't get a lot of that these days, so that's pretty good. Uh, oh, I I read I read an episode title as Zubumafu. Like Zubumafu? <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like a a kangaroo or something like that? What is Zubumafu? It was a lemur. Lemur, okay. Yeah, it was a lemur. It was a show on like PBS Kids or something. Yeah, my brother just back in the day. I used to watch that show. Same. It was like half puppet, but then like half the time it was an actual lemur. <laughs> <laughs> like that B-roll, it would just the B-roll, you know. just real lemur. Like, wait, go back. And then yeah, it's exactly what it was. And then after that, they would show a wishbone. Yeah. <laughs> Do they still show that show Zoom? I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know, man. Does any any of you guys know what Zoom is? Zoom? No. No? Yeah, it was like show with a bunch of kids uh, like doing skits or doing stuff. And then, I don't know. Uh, It looks very 90s. No, we sing this song like send it to Zoom. I don't know. (laughs) Oh my god. Wow, yeah, it had like that weird 90s font. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Internet. You reminded me. Core memory unlocked. Late 90s memory unlocked. And then like that, and then you had Arthur. Yeah. Yep. Which is weird. Arthur ended. Yeah, speaking of Arthur and and, and the listening, that the whole, the running joke of how Arthur didn't know how to listen to his headphones properly. (laughs) The headphones are here. Um, let's uh pivot over to quickly the movies. We, we, we got a couple of bit of time. We don't want to get the, the the piano girl from the Golden Globes start playing us off. Do it. Um, so, um, this one I know Anthony and I were happy just because he didn't win, but a uh, best original score. <laughs> we saw Alexander Desplat and was like, not Desplat, not Desplat this time. It was nice to see Carter Burwell uh nominated for the Banshees of Inisherin. Like the music was really like Zach will tell you, like the music was really moody and perfect for the movie. So it's similar yeah. to uh, the music to the social network. <laughs> but it wasn't music tones. No, this one just had like more like kind of like longer strings and like kind of Yeah, but did the Banshees of Inisherin win? No, it did not. No. Because it wasn't tones <laughs> like social <laughs> Wait, well, that means then that then by that logic, Justin Hurwitz shouldn't have one because you know that's not just tones. That's always a a tapestry of music. And then we had John Williams in the Fablemans, which that was I nice. think I've, I don't I've, think any of us have seen it. Not yet. We'll Maybe get to it. Basically, like Spielberg's biopic on just not him, but him. It's like it's like a not a fictional biopic that's. Loosely based off of his life. 
anyway, that's uh, it was cool. Yeah, like John Williams was there in attendance. He's you know ninety, so that was pretty baller to see. Um, and, Hopefully, but, we yeah, could uh, catch up on some of these before the Oscars for sure. Yeah, Fablemans will be able to see for sure. Um, I know, like, and also you know, shout out to AMC A List because uh, usually every time Oscars roll around, they're always going to have a type of uh, like uh, like an Oscar marathon. If you ever need to watch some of these, you can get through it. We did that so, last year, and that helped. Yeah, especially like, yeah, like I might have to do it again with Babylon. I think Babylon's still in theaters, but like I don't know for how long. Probably and not. It's, all, it's a three-hour yeah. movie. Yeah, because like you have, it's like you want to watch that for three hours, or you want to watch Way of Water for three hours. I think is what <laughs> most people want to do. Both. Both. Yeah, double feature. I'd be totally down for the record. If, if you don't have a list, AMC usually does a, a what do you call it, best picture showcase thing where they all sometimes they'll have a, like a marathon. They'll they'll only be split up. Like let's say there's eight movies that are nominated for best picture at the Oscars, they'll split up between two weekends and they'll show like four movies in one Saturday, and you can buy tickets to that. It's pretty pretty cool. You just stay at the theater all day. <laughs> Yeah, and it's good value. Um, they used to do a thing where like you can get discounts off of like concessions, but yeah, not anymore. <laughs> All right, so very quickly as we move along, um, let's talk about the biggest upset of the night. Best original song. Uh, I knew it. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. Upset or Wait, upset for who? Yeah, <laughs> for Zach. It's and not Anthony. Big. Jesus wants to hold his hand. <laughs> oh my God. I was, as they're going through the nominees, I'm just thinking, like, just that last part of the song where Gaga just goes, goes nuts. Oh my God. And, uh, and then I was like, oh yeah, lift me up in here. Um, you know, that's a good uh, song. Chow Papa is an original song from uh, Pinocchio. And then, uh, you know, like, I was like, oh, yeah, Taylor Swift's song was in Where the Crawdads Sing, but that had no chance. And then I remember that Not To Not To was a song from RRR, and that was the hypest song. You, do, Danny, do you remember that sequence? Like, yeah. But, but I, I'm glad it got nominated. I, I didn't notice it got nominated until yesterday when I was going through the list, and I was like, Man, it would be cool if they actually do win, and they they did, and I was like, "Oh man!" Is uh is not too not too the one where uh it's like the first big musical number that they yeah. do in the movie? At the wedding. Yeah, the wedding. they're at the party. Is right? it a wedding or is it just a party? I thought it was at the. Uh, it was like it was like a party where like it, it, it was a party. Mom, uh, like invites him. Mm-hmm. It's like oh my yeah. god. They do the dance. It's a dance off. The, the dance, dance off. off. Yeah, and then all the British guys are trash. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it with, was with the bromance. <laughs> and then and then the the bro lets him win. Yeah, the bro to is impress like, I the got girl. You. Yeah, man, he, he wingman's hard. Like that was like just the ultimate. Freaking. I mean, that, bro, that, wingman. The, the movie was insane, but man, that that scene was so hype. Yeah. Who would have thought? Look at it's freaking like Raju is just like I got you, beam, and just like he just like that guy was such a bro. That guy was such a bro. 
I gotta watch that movie again, man. It's just so good. Holy crap! I didn't again looking through the the cast. I didn't recognize that um, the the wife of the of, of Ray Stevenson was the the lady from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. A random side. I didn't know that was Allison Duty. Random. But that's cool. I would not nice. know. You would yeah. not know because that's not one of your top five movies of all time. That you've watched at least five times a year. Damn. No. I mean, he hasn't seen any Indiana Jones. Jones. You need to watch that one. (laughs) But look, now now that that number five is coming out later this year, even more reason to marathon. Rewatch, yeah. The first marathon it up. All right. Speaking of marathoning, uh almost like it was like almost 30 years between her first Golden Globe. Angela Bassett wins for Black Panther. Nice, nice, well deserved. Yeah, but it was well deserved. Anthony would tell us why. Yeah, it was. It was pretty badass. The, her character was she was good in the first movie, but the the fact that she was like very central to this story and she she knocked out of the park. She did a great job. Yeah, I you could feel only- the emotion. Yeah. Sure. Like even like the first like fifteen minutes, that was, yeah. Like she just rolls up and like what Anthony would say, bone saws the UN. Yeah. With her, yeah. with her like chiseled arms, she's like, look at my arms, peoples. Never not had chiseled arms. Great. Um, the only I think the only person that would have been close to beating her was Jamie Lee Curtis. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised she got nominated. Like. I like Jamie Lee Curtis, but I didn't feel like she was like that great in that movie. But there were so many. Like I think that... <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, there were layers. Honestly, like it was funny, but there were also like like the kind of like the serious moments. It was also goofy, but it was like sincere. I mean, like just Zach, you saw this, right? Damn, no, he didn't see like, it. I, I, saw, even talk I saw it. Though. Like you're you're ruining the content here. I've I've. <laughs> I haven't seen. I saw a lot of movies from last year and TV shows from last year to watch. Get you for Christmas. I can't. D- Danny and Anthony know what I'm doing with me moving my hands around. <laughs> and you got uh, Ratatouille. 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 No. 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 The layers of how good this was. But uh, yeah, that and Carrie Condon for Banshees of Inisherin. Before we move on, she uh, she was awesome. She was, she was uh, Colin Farrell's uh, sister in the movie. Yeah, she was freaking awesome. So, and so speaking about the, the movie that we can't talk too much about because Zach hasn't seen um, this, it also was like a big like I was I got I almost got like a little emotional uh, for this win because of kind of what it meant to the actor, but also like. Uh, where they started in their acting career and then it's like where they are now. Um, you know, Chae Hui Kwan like deserved it for this movie for sure. Like he was He so was cool. awesome in this movie. Like I think he was probably my favorite character in the movie other than Michelle Yeoh, but he was great. Yeah, I felt and Emily like was great, which is why it's weird to me that like Jimmy Lee Curtis was is like the one or like the what do you call it the supporting where it's like I feel like the daughter was better than Jamie Lee Curtis. 
That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, like that. that that's, I can, I see, can that. see that. Yeah, I can see that. But uh, also, um, the grandfather. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. He was ridiculous. Oh, the wheelchair nominated. Hmm? That wheelchair should have been nominated. The wheelchair should have been nominated. <laughs> no, the award should have been nominated. Exactly, you know what we're talking about. Oh my god, <laughs> that was so <laughs> ridiculous. Oh. Um, but did you guys see um, his speech when he got the award? Yes. Um, that was that was that was a good speech. It was emotional. Again, like it was cool because he, he was like he, he kind of it came full circle for him because uh, he started off in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and he's like, "Yeah, Steven Spielberg directed him." He's like, "Now here's Steven Spielberg right there," and it was like almost like a you kid good job like it was it was so cool and like just to, like to kind of see that like yeah like oh there were times where i didn't feel like i could do this but you know i was encouraged by people around me to do it and like you know he turned out something that was really like for the for those who saw it like something truly emotional it's really really good well deserved yeah go watch it yeah yeah exactly you, you really need to go watch <laughs> yeah. that movie yeah, because you also need to see why Michelle Yeoh just you know it was basically a, a given with this with this, this one like everybody's out here like yeah musical comedy Michelle Yeoh is gonna win this easy like she does everything like she's doing yeah. like she's doing like the stuff she's known for like all the action but then she's doing some real real honest to goodness emotional range uh just uh it's 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 incredible like it was like a like that move the movie is basically like you could argue it's a showcase for her, but there's all these other things that just work so well in such like a bonkers movie. Like normally, like you see on paper, like oh this is out of hand, but then you see it, you're like oh this is incredible. Like this makes total sense, and like and she and like it was a no brainer, just like how good she did. Yeah, she. Everyone in that movie deserved it. That's a super low key movie that nobody knew about, and it was. It's very interesting. It's, I know it's not for everybody. I don't know. I think Danny was so-so on it, but but you should still watch it just to see. Yeah, you need to watch it at least. Yeah, yeah, I do definitely need to watch it. Where is it uh, streaming on? It's streaming at your local Best Buy on 4K. <laughs> 4K yeah, Blu-ray 4K. It's, it might be on Peacock. Uh, I don't think it's streaming anywhere. All at once. <laughs> uh, but you know, it it, it is the the a, the A twenty four film with the most money. Oh, it's A twenty four. I thought HBO Max did a deal with A twenty four, so it might be on HBO Max soon. You know what? It. I thought it. Soon. Uh. So it apparently, was. it's on Showtime and it's on Paramount Plus. Really? What? I have Paramount. So, double check. Um, you guys are like Australia or something. I don't know. Because I I think I might have added that movie to my Paramount uh, watch list. Let me see. Wait, what? What? Another watch list? Are you cheating it's on alarm. another watch list? It's only one watch list. No, on my Paramount one. No Paramount one. <laughs> 
It's the other P. Yeah, it looks like Paramount has it. You keep your P's to yourself. Yeah. Okay. It's so the, the the strange thing is, is that I have the like the premium version of Paramount Plus, the one that's ten bucks a month. But even then, it's locked behind Showtime. Uh, another. Oh. Yeah. It, well, it could be. Well, no, it could I, be that Paramount has like a bundle with Showtime, and it's like their. But like I not thought, their premium, but the next premium one that's like. Um, I thought if you had Paramount Plus, you automatically got Showtime. No, I think they have it two separate, um, two separate uh, tiers. Same for that. Which is yeah, it is kind of stupid, but uh, you have to pay. I think it's a, like an extra two or three dollars a month for that mm. if you want the full uh, package, the full thing. Yeah. Mm. So I. I might upgrade for the one time watch it and then and then downgrade back to the the standard ten dollar one. Maybe that or I, or I just rent it for and just watch it that way. Yeah, I mean if it's out, if it's officially out, which I think it is, to rent, you might be able to rent it on Amazon or somewhere for five or six dollars. Well, because I might uh, I might just do it off of itunes and see i mean i'm sure yeah it's, it's here on itunes uh oh no i can't even rent it it's only available to buy it's 20 only months. buy oh good no rent only buy because <laughs> no I, I will check amazon as well to see if maybe if it's the same situation or if it's uh if it's if it's its own thing but here it shows yeah you can only purchase right now well, I think the universe is telling you to do something. Or the multiverse uh, is telling you to do something. Oh. Which is straight up buy the movie. No, you, gotta watch it. you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Um but uh moving moving on because yeah, Michelle Yeoh is amazing and uh God bless her lover forever. Um she threatened performance by an actor? Threatened the the what? book oh, trying she, to her off. She was like, I can beat you guys up. Don't play me I, off. She's like, I'm not joking. I can beat you up. That's yeah. Damn funny. Um, like that, that cracked me the hell up. But I was also like fearful for the piano player's life. I was like, please don't hurt her. <laughs> she did a segue into Under the Sea, and that was pretty funny. What's the next category? Next category is, I was going to say, the one Colin Farrell one. But no, it's the uh, best performance. <laughs> Again, Musical or comedy, and then Banshees of Inisherin had people tell me, "Was that a comedy?" I was like, yeah. "Dark comedy." So yes. Yeah, but they're playing fast and loose with these categories. Yeah, because I I feel like Banshees could work as either or, depending on how you look at it. It's like the answer is yes. It's an eighty percent drama with twenty percent comedy. I don't know. No. It's like thirty yeah. percent funny and like then seventy percent weird drama. So yeah. I think just long as in a drama thing. Mostly drama. Oh, yeah, so I the, think like, like the, 70, what did they make the menu? Probably. Yeah, because they have the, the menu. They have um Diego Calva from Babylon. They have Daniel Craig from Glass Onion. Like, that makes sense to me, but white noise doesn't seem to me like comedy or yeah. music. So it's a it's a weird the Martian one a few years ago and it was a comedy. <laughs> What? Yeah. In the yeah. movie, it was under the comedy category in one. 
in that category. It's kind of strange. You see, this is why this is why the Golden Globes shouldn't split up drama and musical and comedy because it makes no but sense sometimes. I think they do that because they probably want to give more awards out to more and different people because then you'll have one one category with seven or eight people in it and only one person is going to win. And so you'll probably just end up seeing the same people win over and over again. Well, the Academy Awards kind of does that, but only with Best Picture, I believe. Where they they show like like they pick their their ten movies and then one winner, but then every other category is pretty much five uh, well, nominees. Don't have comedy either. They just like it's it's just yeah exactly like like they they it's every category is generalized. So it could be like the movie doesn't matter what genre it is. It's it's nominated for whatever you know that that category might be. It was a good well, movie. Yeah. No, it was yeah, it was fantastic. No matter what, it was a good movie, yeah. But uh, yeah, I get like, I mean, like Ray, Ray Fiennes in the menu. Like, I'm really glad awesome. I got to watch the menu because yeah, it's awesome. That's uh, another one I got to watch. Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. It, the menu is on HBO Max, so you could probably watch that one um, for sure. Yes, okay. Uh. So then moving on to what was uh, was like a real drama. Okay, this is also where it gets weird. Because so going into best performance by uh, actor in a motion picture drama, um, Austin Butler wins for Elvis. You know, there's a lot of music in it. That That's the weird one to me. They should have. Yeah. <laughs> but that one... but should, would it be cat? Okay, like I, I get that it's like a, a, a movie about a musician. So like, oh yeah, it should be about a movie because there's, there's I mean about a music about music because there's music. But I think overall it's meant to be like a dramatic biopic. It is there's musical montages. There's tons of music in the very Baz Luhrmann esque when it comes to that stuff. But I get the the drama side of it because it's the story of Elvis. Yeah, um, with with the music thrown in there, it's I, I yeah. wouldn't say it's a like it was meant to be a musical. Yeah, at West Side Story, like a like a Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm sure uh, it was meant to be more as a drama with the music side of everything yeah. as like a. As, if you didn't have the music, the movie wouldn't be as good as it was for both movies, honestly. Yeah, and that's with that's with any of these uh, biopics about. Uh, musicians like uh, uh, the one about Elton John and and like Bohemian Rhapsody. You have this one with Elvis Presley. You have uh, uh and, and a couple from like the last right. few years that I can't remember, but right. uh, yeah. I think they're meant to be dramas with about. Like, the one that just came out right now in December. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I want to dance with somebody. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, that was cool to see Austin Butler win. Um, you know, that's your boy Zach because he's in Doom Part Two. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't sound like Elvis in Doom. Will he? Maybe he will. Imagine. It'll be funny. <laughs> that apparently is like his voice now because he yeah remembered how to speak normally because he was so in tune with doing the voice of Elvis. Imagine doing that. Like you have to like take 
videos of you speaking normally, and then like so then once you're done being the character, you have to go back and like restudy yourself so that you have your. It's kind of like voice. Gary Oldman. It's pretty much like Gary Oldman. What happened yeah. to him? I, I know if you guys ever heard that story, but like Gary Oldman did the same thing where he played so many or he had so many accents with these different roles that he forgot his his own oh, accent. Boys. Yeah. Pretty crazy. I feel like that would happen with Kate Blanchett sometimes too, because like she has to turn on like very, very nice British accent, and then well wait, I have my Australian accent, and then I have these other stuff going on. Like I think she has an accent on Tar, which she won for, which again like that was also a very stacked category with Olivia Col. Like anytime I see Olivia Coleman in a, in a nomination category, I'm like oh shit, she's gonna win. So we got Viola Davis in the Woman King, which I still need to see the Woman King. Um. Apparently she just whoops ass, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got uh, Anna de Armas in Blonde. They're re-releasing mm. it this weekend. Or at least in Sunset Place. Mm, okay. Nice. nice. And then lastly in that category, we had uh, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans, which we also need to see. <laughs> All are on our top, yeah. And then Tar is supposed to be like a really good, like just dramatic showcase for Kate Blanchett, so... We got to put that off on the side of the watch, too. Um, all right. So going into, like, the finally, like, motion pictures and director stuff. So best screenplay, Martin McDonough won for Banshees of Inisherin, which um pretty awesome. But I thought that, you know, like, if anyone was going to win, it might have been the Daniels for everything, everywhere, all at once. But, uh, you know, I think we all watched Banshees of Inisherin. And we're like, man, this is, like, just great like well written yeah i think we all directed it we all thoroughly enjoyed that one yeah. i'm probably the lowest out of all four of us like I, I enjoyed it but i don't know if it should have won best screenplay but oh well yeah then again we haven't seen the fable wins or like women talking so gotta get around to that also i kind of want to watch tar just because you know composer stuff music background anyway um but then best director you know you got the goat. Spielberg. Spielbergio. Um, yeah. And that was good. Cool. It, it's also interesting to see Baz Luhrmann nominated. So good on him, I guess. You know, um, everybody who went, who loves Great Gatsby, they're now vindicated because let's see, you can make good stuff too. Or continue, <laughs> whatever. Uh, and then James Cameron was there because Avatar. He's like, I'm just here making money while I'm sitting in this room. Yeah, he was sitting there making how much money? Like, while he's just hanging out? Just like, ranking even, up the millions. He didn't even have to the win. Millions, he's just there. The it's like, money. And then he's, he's like, the billions right now. Jeez. More money. Yeah. The movie, no, I mean, the movie is sitting at 1.7 billion right now. So. And awesome. then he goes and just says, you know what? Let's re-release uh, Titanic in 4K 3D. The man is competing with himself. <laughs> the only person to beat me is me. Now, by the time that movie comes out, Ant-Man will already be out, so that will be like the end of the reign of Avatar. Who knows? Yeah. Still has a couple weeks. It's got legs. Got a month. Let's see, let's see how much, I mean, not legs. It's got fins. <laughs> see how far it can go. Um, best animated picture. Um, having seen Avatar. all of these, 
<laughs> except for Inuo um, and Puss in Boots, even though I heard Puss in Boots is like out of hand. So I've only seen three of them. I'm I really wanted Marcel the Shell to win. I'm surprised the bad guys wasn't there. Because Marcel wait, the Shell was there. Isn't Marcel the Shell uh, like a drama? Stop motion with live action? So is Pinocchio. It's a lot of stop motion. But okay, but P- Pinocchio is stop motion, just like all stop from motion. yeah, from start to finish. Yeah. But Marcel the Shell takes place in the real world, but it's stop motion. It's like the same logic as the Lego Movie. Okay, so I mean, is it animated really like Lego? Like well, no, stop, stop motion is still animation, like Kubo and the two strings. Like no, I, I. But what I'm saying is, is like, would it t- like is it considered animation or is it considered live action because? It's it takes place in a live action world, you know what it's I mean? Stop motion with real people is what he's saying. Oh, okay, that's true. Yeah, th- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's not and like it's not full animation, like, like a like Pinocchio or like a like a Pixar movie, DreamWorks movie, etc. It's like it's like a mix of both. I mean, I like, guess to them, it's enough for it to warrant that category. So I think yeah. it is. Wasn't Chip and Dale considered an animated movie? Uh, That's true. It has a lot of live action stuff in it. Yeah. yeah. That one uh, in the Emmys, right? Yeah, because it's considered like a, a TV a, slash movie. A TV movie, yeah. Yeah. Good on that. I was also weird that trip. weird that TV movies are considered TV. <laughs> it's on streaming TV, not uh, broadcast in, in in the theater. Uh, but speaking of movies, so like non-English, I thought um, like there were some really good good ones here. Uh, like I thought, all honestly, like from all the clout it got, that All Quiet on the Western Front was gonna win. But you know, we're here. We rep RRR. We thought uh, we yeah. thought that guy was. We thought that was gonna win. Should have won. And, and then if also, got, if, if Raj Mooley would have would have won, that that dude would have been up there for like twelve minutes. Talking it off and be like, yeah, we're like just like cementing it. And then we also had um, All Quiet on the Western Front, which I heard that one was pretty good, but I haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. So is uh, yeah. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. So that, that one is on Netflix. Give it a watch. But this one, Ar- so Argentina 1985 one, which uh, again, like I knew it was there, but I didn't like. It, to me, it released pretty like, kind of like under the radar. I was like, man, like, and I can't, I don't even know like where to watch it. Like, and I was just like, man, like, what, where, where can I watch it? I think if you have Prime, you can watch it. If I'm not mistaken, though. But uh, that it's supposed to be, yeah, like again, it's supposed to be really good. It's on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. I believe it's on Amazon. Never even heard of it. And then. Rounding out for motion pictures, uh, we'll do uh, music, the musical comedy, and then we'll do uh, drama really quick. So musical comedy, um, again, I really wanted everything everywhere all at once to win, but uh, you no, know, you got you got the Banshees winning again. Yeah, Anthony I I am was, I'm great with that. Yeah, I'm no, also I'm, great, I'm with with that. That. great with that. Because he Anthony's giving us the the. the mm, He's great with it because he hasn't seen everything ever all at once. That's true. 
true. <laughs> like if, if if a movie was gonna win, beat everything everywhere all at once, it was gonna be Banshees of Insurance. No, it's Batman. Like it's not even nominated. The Batman. But as a comedy or musical, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> So if it was like, like the Academy Awards, the then then the Batman would beat everything else. It, it would have been difficult because it would have been the it's the Batman the whole the whole entire movie. The whole entire movie, or um, or just you know um, these guys Nirvana playing. Yeah, no Paul Dano for for the Riddler. So yeah, but he's in the Fablemans. I know, okay. I, I know. Uh, uh, Colin Farrell for the Penguin. For the Penguin, yeah, but he won for the other thing. He was I know, but like he's he's doing just fine, Anthony. Don't worry about Colin Farrell. He's doing okay. Um, and then lastly, uh, much to Zach's lament, uh, for best motion picture drama, Top Gun did not win. Again, Top Gun went over two, over two. This is blasphemy. How dare they? <laughs> Sorry, Lady Gaga. Maybe I might have some. Um, uh, maybe I'm the Oscars, but. We'll see. Yeah, uh, probably, but it'll probably like be not watch it be nominated for best picture. And I watch think it win. nominated, but I don't think it'll win because it definitely have, will win. Nominated for sure because of the cultural impact. Yeah, they'll have ten movies on there, but it for sure won't win. But if it wins, that would be that's an upset, hundred percent. But uh, you know, now it's looking like you know the Fablemans is looking really good. You know, it's again like Spielberg barely doesn't miss, man. Spielberg doesn't miss. Watch the Fablemans, and then when you're at it, watch Adventures of Tintin. Every time. Go watch like, my- like if if Guillermo del Toro can win an award for best animated film, they need to re-release Adventures of Tintin and give Spielberg his due for that. That junk's too good. I agree. So okay, so then between those ten movies for for uh, for best picture drama and best best picture musical or comedy, what of those would win? Like you know, if they were all in the same category in Over. this case, like <laughs> which one? You're asking which ones would win over Top Gun? Yeah, like so if this were the Academy Awards and those ten movies were under best picture. So, like, under the same category, instead of here where there are two separate categories, which of those 10 do you think would win? Hmm. Yeah, like, if it's only one category, Bances of Inishirin, I don't think is going to win. If it's only one category, would yeah. you win? Probably, the probably, yeah, it'll probably be the Fablemans. That's a safe bet. And then there'll be, like, the Dark Horse, like, out of nowhere... Like if it, if it's like a split vote, then they'll be like, "Well, I guess Top Gun's gonna win because the other one split the vote." So yeah, if, if like Banshees, Everything Everywhere, and Fablemen split the vote, Top Gun this is just well because I ha- I have to watch the Fablemen to, to see. I may have to <laughs> Top Gun to see if it's best movie caliber. You have to rewatch it again just to one up Zach. <laughs> I heard you one up Zach. He's gonna, one he's, up he's is one up. Two up me. Because I uh, I haven't seen a good number of these films. Like time. like Elvis, Fablemans, Tar. I've never heard of. 
uh, I know that Babylon just came out and uh, everything ever all at once and Triangle of Sadness like those those are what five movies six movies almost five movies that I haven't seen so I'll I can try to watch you know most of those and really get a better idea of how uh, or of which of those ten would win a best picture category Brendan Fraser yeah. for the whale right oh, I remember seeing the trailer for Triangle of Sadness and it just looked like this like complete like lack of a better term watch the profanity like like it's like a, a, a shit show for like the uber rich or something and it's like oh this looks out of hand and but like just nuts and like the ship is like cast aground and some other wild stuff and woody harrelson's the captain i remember that like it was like that was the the the, the thing i remember about it the most but yeah we have time so like and the golden globes is like the you know like the less uptight award show so you get to hang out maybe you know like it's you know it hollywood foreign press association is primarily like i guess doing a lot of the voting and whatnot so it's like all right let's see what they got um but you know the academy the oscars, has like people the oscars are usually either at the end of february or march so in a couple of weeks we might be getting the nominees yeah we'll see um all i know is that uh michael giacchino i don't i think did not make the short list for for the seven movies that he did music for yeah for like the 17 movies he did in 2022 so prolific nothing happened how did werewolf by night not be made for tv movie whatever We're big stands of michael jackie i don't know man i don't know uh I, so that, i think it's because was, it's uh, a... for everybody yeah it's five minutes long that's probably why same thing with the guardian special yeah, that was touching. Um, so with everybody, for everybody listening and, and watching, um, you know, thanks for sitting around and hearing our discussion or kind of rambling about some uh, basically the, the big awards that went through. Um, any of you guys, uh, between the three of you, have any lasting impressions or lasting thoughts about the Golden Globes themselves, like beyond just the awards? I need to catch up. Me too. Yes, you do. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I didn't talk throughout the entire uh, television series section. Uh, and that I think that's a clear the, it's a clear indicator as to why I haven't seen any of those shows except for maybe one. Yeah, but you could have just made stuff up. <laughs> if you get about it, that's what most people do anyway. They just make stuff up. No, I'm kidding. Danny, any thoughts for you? Um. I think I just need a visa, um, instead of this. At least I got to catch up on like the White Lotus and here this year. Uh, but I know, yeah. you know Ant Anthony's the king of the TV shows in our podcast. So. This is oh true. boy, I ramble a lot, but Anthony's the one with the substance on the TV side. The um, yeah, like I still have a lot of those movies to watch too. Which is weird because I feel like I saw a good amount of movies this year, but I guess not of the ones that came out recently. So yeah, like I still need to see Fableman's Tar. Um, I know Tar came and went. Babylon is still in theaters, so yeah, we got a couple weeks, couple weeks to catch up on that stuff. But, yeah, I thought it was a good show. Um, I miss Ricky Gervais. He should just be the host all the time. Yeah, but um, no one likes Ricky. I mean, like 
Everyone, the audience loves Ricky Gervais, and no one in Hollywood loves likes Ricky Gervais. Yeah, but the thing is, that show isn't like serious, so like that's why that's the perfect show for him to host because he's able to do that and he's able to just destroy people on there. Yeah, but I think like I think like over the end, like people were not having fun. Again, that's their fault for not for whatever. But like, like again, as a, as someone watching, I've always found him hilarious. Uh, even when he pushed envelopes and you know just broke them, that was great, it's hilarious. But like I remember the year that the the two popes was out, man, he just did not let up, and you just see Jonathan Price's face just like completely in borderline disgust. Like, I think there was even a point where Tom Hanks is like, "Damn." No, that was that's when he said the joke about uh, what's his face. Um. Man, I forgot his name. The Pope joke, or was it the? No, it was the. Well, I don't know. I forgot this guy's name. The guy, the guy that committed suicide uh, in jail. Oh, the Epstein joke. Epstein joke. After that joke was when. Sure, suicide. He made that face. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Girl was like, "Ooh," and he's like, "He was your friend." <laughs> Yeah, he's like, he's, yeah, he's like, he's your friends, guys. And Tom Hanks is like, damn. That's hilarious. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we'll see. Um, yeah, I liked the, uh, like, the playoff music was just this cool chick on a, on a piano. It's just like, okay. It's funny that Austin Butler's like, can you play some Elvis or something? It's like, buddy, we know you were Elvis. Chill out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, Hard if he has that accent in Dune. <laughs> that's that's why I was like, why does he still sound like Elvis? And I'm like, oh, he's Elvis now. Like he he did double method and was like two method. Oh my God, he was so his Elvis. <laughs> to quote, uh, what, what, are we gonna quote Tropic Thunder? Never go full retard. We got Sean Penn. There you go. Never go full retard. It's like. It, Dune two and all of a sudden, and they introduce him, but first, <laughs> right, but him first, right? That reminds me, like that was the year that, like, I think, um, so Robert Downey Jr. was nominated for Tropic Thunder, and then you had Johnny Depp, I think, nominated like, Jack. For, for Jack Sparrow. I was like, dude, this is great. Like, that was a fun time. But uh, if you haven't, if anyone hasn't seen it, please rewatch Tropic Thunder. That movie's incredible. I haven't seen it, so I, I but I do definitely want to watch it. Why are you here? <laughs> we have to watch that. All right, we have to watch it for sure. All right, guys, with that, we're getting the we're, well, I don't have my own playoff music, it's just keyboard sounds. I'm kidding, no, but uh, thank you everybody for tuning in and listening, uh, for listening through our fun little discussion and fun little trivia tidbits in the middle of all of this. Uh, really appreciate it. Definitely reach out to us through social media, Instagram uh twitter youtube and uh share with us some of your highlights of the golden globe stuff you liked uh awards that you know you thought maybe should have gone another way um are you like us and thought kevin costner maybe shouldn't have won or are you like my mom who thinks kevin costner should win everything but who knows uh we'd love to hear out from you guys thank you so much for tuning in and uh wait we are super excited to get to get more content for you guys and until next time Thank you. See ya.